Good morning. It's a happy day at the Pro Victory. My name is Andrew. It's Men's Day. Good morning, Andrew. Hey, Deborah Evans. Good morning. How are you? Good. And yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Good. Good to hear you sound this morning. You too. Have a blessed day. You as well, sister. Okay. Thank you. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Then David said, this is the house of the Lord God, and this is the altar of the burnt offering for Israel. David commanded to gather together the strangers that were in the land of Israel, and he set masons to hew rock stones to build the house of God. David prepared iron in abundance for the nails, for the doors of the gates, and for the joinings brass in abundance without weight, also cedar trees in abundance for the Zidanians and they of fire brought much cedar wood to David. David said, Solomon, my son, is young and tender, and the house that is to be built for the Lord must be exceeding magnificent, of fame and of glory throughout all countries. I will therefore now make preparation for it. So David prepared abundantly before his death. Then he called for Solomon his son and charged him to build a house for the Lord God of Israel. Good morning, Susie. Good morning, Sister Susie. Happy Friday. Good morning, Brother Andrew. Happy Friday to you as well. How was everything? Everything's Pardon me? I said, how is everything in Sister Susie land? Really, really well. Good, good. Yeah, yeah I have my grandson here. Oh, is, okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, so Excellent. I'm all happy uh-huh. and and blessed. <laughs> oh, always, always. Did, did your son and his wife uh, get back okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, everything's good. You know? Yeah. How's my how how how's my friend Rick holding up? He's doing good. Yeah, Definitely. he's doing, yeah, he's every everybody's good, praise the Lord, you know. Okay. Doing good and just blessed. And highly That's, favored. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's the good morning. Be. Good morning. Yeah. Happy good morning. Friday. Good morning, Sister morning, Julia. Good morning, Sister hey. Julia. <laughs> Good morning, Sister Julia. I want to give y'all a praise report. I've been giving out food boxes to all the needy, and mm-hmm. then I I take care of my kids and get stuff for them, fruits and stuff, and I'm still doing the Red Cross as far. So give me a blessing and praise me. Amen. 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 Amen.
excellent. Excellent. Yes, yes. To keep you lifted, sister. Good to hear your sound this morning. Good. Yes, yes. Continue to pray for me. Yes, ma'am. Hey, Give me a call today. I will, sister. All right. Hey, Sister Yvonne. Good morning, Mary Yvonne. Mary And all the time, God is good. Happy Friday, sister. Happy Friday. Good morning, it's Diane Andrew. Happy Friday. God bless you, Diane. Happy Friday to you. Good morning. This is Prosperous Pam. Happy Friday, everyone. Yvonne, you always Bye. make my day when I hear your voice. <laughs> Love Amen. you all. Amen. Happy Friday, Prosperous Pam. Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday, Brother Michael. Thank you. That he called to Solomon his son and charged him to build a house to the Lord God of Israel. David said to Solomon, My son, as for me, it was in my mind to build a house into the name of the Lord my God. So happy Friday to play this year. My name's Andrew. Who just joined me on the call? Good morning, Andrew. It's Moni. Oh, good morning, Sister Moni. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Morning, is he gay? Brother E.K., happy Friday. Good morning, Andrew. It's Pretty Patrice. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Pretty Patrice. Happy Friday, it's Nurse Nikisha. Nikisha, happy Friday. And David said to Solomon, my son, as for me, is in my mind to build a house into the name of the Lord my God. Happy Friday to play this year. He just joined us. Amen. Good morning, Sister Janice. Happy Friday, Sister Janice. Happy Friday. But the word of the Lord came to me saying, Thou hast shed blood abundantly. It has made great wars. Thou shalt not build an house unto my name, because thou hast shed much blood upon the earth in my sight. Behold, a son shall be born to thee, he shall be a man of rest. And I will give him rest from all his enemies round about, for his name shall be Solomon. And I will give peace and quietness unto Israel in his days. He shall build a house for my name. He shall be my son, I will be his father. I will establish the throne of his kingdom over Israel forever. Now, my son, the Lord be with thee and prosper thou, and build the house of the Lord thy God as he hath said of thee. Only the Lord give thee wisdom and understanding and give thee charge concerning Israel, that thou mayest keep the law of the Lord thy God. And shalt thou prosper 
that thou takest heed to fulfill the statutes and judgment which the Lord charged Moses with concerning Israel. Be strong and of good courage. Dread not, or be dismayed. Now behold, in my trouble I have prepared for the house of the Lord an hundred thousand talents of gold and a thousand thousand talents of silver and of brass and iron without weight, for it is in abundance. Number also in stone, timber also in stone have I prepared, and thou mayest add thereto. For over there are workmen with thee in abundance, hewers and workers of stone and timber, and all manner of cunning men for every manner of work. It's a glorious day, a declared victory. It's men's day on this Friday. Who's with me on the call? One and a sister Tracy, happy Friday. Happy Friday, Sister Tracy. Good morning, it's Arlita Renee. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Arlita Renee. Of the gold, the silver, and the brass, and the iron, there is no number. Arise, therefore, and be doing, and the Lord be with thee. David also commanded all of the princes of Israel to help Solomon his son, saying, Is not the Lord your God with you? And hath he not given you rest on every side? For he hath given the inhabitants of the land into mine hand. And the land is subdued before the Lord and before his people. Now set your heart and your soul, seek the Lord your God, arise therefore, and build you the sanctuary of the Lord God, to bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord and the holy vessels of God into the house that is to be built to the name of the Lord. It's a wonderful day to declare victory. We're here to lift and honor the name of our God. My name is Andrew. Please with me on the call. Well, according to the clock, it is time that we got started. We are to be about our father's business. So I am asking everybody under the sound of my voice to please check your phone, activate the mute feature. Make sure that it's activated. So only the speaker of the minute is the only one unmuted. Therefore, the word of God can go forth and accomplish everything that it is meant to accomplish. My name is Andrew, and I'm your host for the morning. Thank you for joining us here to play victory. Who are we? This is who we are. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Today is Men's Day, where only men are scheduled in the lineup to bless you. Again, please everyone check your phones. Have them on mute. We're still getting feedback. Thank you. Be sure to join us daily in July for the monthly theme entitled 
wisdom. A wonderful gift of declares will definitely bless you. There are two announcements before us today. Firstly, please join us this evening for Friday Night Live from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time by calling this same number. You will be blessed. Story title this evening will be It Will Work Out. Again, Friday Night Live this evening from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The theme is It Will Work Out. Secondly, we encourage you to partner with Declare Victory in giving in an effort to share the gospel both locally and abroad. You can do so by visiting declarevictory.org, paypal.me slash declarevictory, or use the cash app at dollar sign I declare victory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There were no prayer requests on the app this morning, but there are revolving prayer requests that we need to keep on our minds and hearts as we approach the throne of God boldly. We are praying for the first responders, those that are in face the, the teeth of the virus, either through paramedic work, uh, as nurses, nurses' aides, physicians, uh, family members. We are lifting them before the throne because at some point that will be us. We know that the Lord has the power to keep the pestilence that creeps through the night away from his children. And we call upon him to do the same. We're lifting the children up before the Lord. Those that are in harm's way. Those that are incarcerated. Those that are being mistreated and abused. Those that are afraid and are picking up on their parents spreading over the virus, those that can't be with their friends and are feeling misaligned and lonely. We are lifting those children up who are afraid to go back to school and are being seemingly forced to. We're lifting them up before you. We're lifting up the homeless, as always. We're lifting up the hungry. We're lifting up the unsaved. We're lifting up government officials, federal, local, state, especially those that don't know God or fear Him. We're lifting up people in other nations. We're lifting up the peace of Israel. We're lifting up our clergymen, the yokemen of the gospel that have the burden of ministering to the people as well as to their own families. We're lifting all of these up for the Lord and we're lifting up each other. We need to be strong. We need to walk our faith out humbly, fervently, because the world is looking for the answer and we have it. And 
we need to be confident in our walk with God to show them the way, the truth, and the life. Order the call of his followers. Prayer and corporate praise will be rendered by Brother E.K. Dawson. The declaration will be brought by Pastor Winton. That order once again. Prayer and corporate praise will be rendered by Brother E.K. Dawson. The declaration will be rendered by Pastor Winton. Immediately following, we will go right into the closing comments posted by Pastor Winton. We will further elucidate on the lesson that he brought. Scripture for today is from Proverbs 37, 30. Mouths of the righteous utter wisdom, and their tongues speak what is just. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. Once again, everyone under the sound of my voice, please check your phone and make sure the new feature is depressed and activated. Check periodically through the call to make sure that the mute feature is still engaged. The call is being recorded, and we want the quality of the sound to match the quality of our phrase. What sport you hear be that of Brother E.K. My name is Andrew Hart. I now pass the call. God bless you all. Hallelujah. Good morning, God morning. Great morning. Let us... Uh, go to God in prayer. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. God, we thank you, Father, for another day's journey. We thank you this morning, Lord. We thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. God, we bless you because there is no other God like you. We thank you, Lord God, because you are the most dependable, stable thing that has ever been in our lives, Lord God. We thank you that you are all wise, you're almighty, you're all powerful, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, because, man, we've searched all over. We tried everything, Lord God, and we found uh, that that you are it, Lord God. We thank you. We thank you for uh, forgiving us of our sins, Lord God. We ask now that you would create in us a clean heart and renew in us a right spirit. Anything that's in our our space, Lord God, our head, our bodies, anything that we've done, uh, and and with regard to sin, we ask that you would forgive us, Lord God, and, and God, that we would turn our back on sin and that we would repent right now, Father God. Clean us up, God. God, I, our desire is that we want to be holiness, uh, that we want to be holy, Lord God, that we want to be righteous, Lord God. And we thank you, God, for hearing us, our petitions of, of forgiveness and, and forgiving us, Lord God, of, of sin. Uh, you said in your word, uh, create us a clean heart and renew in us a right spirit. And that's what we're asking for today, Lord God, that we would be purged of, of anything that is not like you, God, that we would be purged of the things of the world and, and put our minds on spiritual things, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that we can be purged of those things and knowing that you're able to, God. So, God, right now we come uh, thanking you and praising you, God, for this call, Lord God. We thank you for just being able to call on your name. We thank you for these intercessors, Lord God, that come week after week, day after day, Lord God, month after month, and their faithfulness, Lord God, to call and to pray to you, Father. Uh, pray and call your name because we know that 
Even demons tremble at the call of your name, Father God. So we thank you that we're able to call on you in the name, in your name, in the name of Jesus, in in our power, Lord God, in our authority. We call now, we ask now, Lord God, that you would bless uh, the churches, Lord God, that are, are struggling. i just been told about two or three churches that are, are having problems making their mortgage, oh, Father God, that their doors would possibly be closing and, and to try to think of creative ways, Lord God, that they could stay open in your name, Father God. And we ask that you would touch and bless and move by their power and by the spirit, Lord God. Touch their pastor, touch their leadership, touch their deacons and their trustees, Lord God. Yeah. And then open up windows and open up ways, Lord God, that they could stay open in your name, Father God, and those that are struggling and difficult, Lord God, you said that you would open up a window and, and pour them out a blessing that they would not have room enough to receive, Lord God, and they stand uh, in need of receiving a blessing. Uh, so bless those churches that are struggling, the ones that I know and the ones that we don't know, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for the, the man and the woman of God, the pastors of, of our city, of our area, of our state, and of our world, God. We come praying that you would be strength to them, Lord God, strength like no other, God, that they would get wisdom, like what we're talking about this month, that they would get the wisdom of the Lord and how to deal with with uh, the worries of this here pandemic, Lord God, that they would be able to deal with all the the injustice, Lord God, and that you, they would pick up the social justice mantle as you did, as Jesus the Christ did in a lot of areas. Uh, he was a social justice person, Lord God, and that we have to be a social justice person, Lord God, to make sure that we're taking care of the injustices of your people, Father God. We ask now that you would bless, uh, continue the, 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 uh, um, emergency workers, Lord God, uh, the essential workers, God. Bless them. Bless the the hospital worker, the dentist, the the everything that had already been named, Lord God. Uh, the at the school, the janitors, the custodians, the the security people, Lord God. Uh, we pray now that in every job, every situation, Lord. Thank you, God, Father God, for uh, the jobs that we have, and thank you. We're still getting paid, and that we're covered. And those that are uh, uh, seeking uh, that you've taken care of them by means of unemployment. And God, we know that you have something greater for them. Uh, that all they got to do is open up their mouth specifically and call on the name of the Lord, and you will supply. You will help uh, in every situation because you are a strong tower. You are a leaning post. We can lean on you anytime, God. We thank you now, Lord, uh, that you would uh, uh, be a, a, a financial help, a spiritual help uh, in those days. God, we rebuke depression right now in this season, Lord God. Uh, we rebuke anything that's not like you that may be weighing on uh, our members, our, our those on the sound of my voice, Lord God, that are struggling with all of the things that are going wrong. We know that you are the only thing that is right, and you are able to make things right, God. So we thank you now. Uh, touch, heal, and deliver. We thank you for uh, every person on the, this call under the sound of my voice, God, that is calling them week to week, day by day, Lord God. Bless them. Bless their families, Lord God. Bless the teachers, Lord God, that have to make very tough decisions and superintendents, state superintendents, uh, governors, and our leadership and our governance, Lord God. We trusted you, God. So we know that we have to go through the laws of the CDC and the, and the different um, organizations, God, uh, that 
we don't know if, if in fact, that distance learning will be the, the correct thing, uh, God, but we ask that you would cover our children that may be going back to school. It's different from county to county, city to city, God, but bless those, bless the parents, bless the caregivers, Lord God, bless those, cover our our, our schools and those areas, Lord God, for they have to make some very big decisions uh, at on on every level, the principal, the teacher, every level, God, uh, and while people are debating on what to do and what is right, Lord God, lead us, guide us, direct us uh, across this country in the correct thing to do until this uh, disease, this this pandemic is abolished. God, the song says you got the whole world in your hand. God, we trust you. We know that you uh, and you alone uh, can take care of all this uh, racial uh, injustice that you could take care of all this uh, 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 pandemic, God. Because, but God, there are other pandemics that plague us, and that uh, and that we are having, that we are dealing with, Lord. If I have not called that out, Lord God, we ask now that you, by your power, God, uh, with the blood of Jesus, would cover us, uh, every household. The blood of Jesus cover every situation. The blood of Jesus. Uh, 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 help us in every financial situation. The blood of Jesus, Lord God, in our thought processes, Lord God, the blood of Jesus, that it would just cover us, Lord God, and we lose peace, Lord God, uh, for those that have troubled minds and during the decisions they have to make during this time, Father God. And God, as we uh, take our phones off mute and begin to call your name and bombard heaven corporately, Lord God, as we begin Hallelujah. to come together as one voice, uh, that we I pray out loud, Lord God, that we unite thank you, Father together God, for right loving now, Lord God. Thank you, 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 Lord God. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you, Lord God. Each and every one of us, God. Thank you, Lord God. Never forget Thank you. Thank you. 
We're going to ask everyone to just pause a brief moment. Please try to contact the pastor.
So when David was old and full of days, he made Solomon his son king over Israel. And he gathered together all the princes of Israel with the priests and the Levites. Now the Levites were numbered from the age of 30 years and upward. So their number by their poles, band by name, was 30 and 8,000. Of which 20 and 4,000 were to set forward the work of the house of the Lord. And 6,000 were officers and judges. Moreover, 4,000 were porters. And 4,000 praised the Lord with the instruments which I made for David to praise their lips. And David divided them into courses among the sons of Levi, namely Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. Of the Gershonites were Laden and Shimei, the sons of Laden, the chief was Jehiel and Zetha, and Joel, too. Sons of Shimei, Shelemith, and Haziel, and Huron. Three. These were the chiefs of the fathers of Laban. And the sons of Shimei were Jahath, Enoch, and Jeish, and Uriah. These were the sons of Shimei. Jahath was the chief, and these are the second, but Jeish and Uriah had not many sons, therefore they were in one retinue according to the father's house. The sons of Kohath, Amram, Izhar, Hebron, and Uziel, four. Sons of Amram, Aaron, and Moses, and Aaron were separated that he should sanctify the most holy things, he and his sons forever. May the Lord have a blessing to the reading of his holy word. Pastor is ready now. Pastor, are you there? I'm here. Okay. Take it away. I now pass the call. Alrighty. Good morning, everybody. Uh, I do apologize. I've had some challenges getting connected, but thanks be to God, uh, who always causes us to triumph through Christ Jesus. Uh, I wanted to make sure just this morning, uh, as I was kind of dealing with some other stuff and trying to see um, the direction to go in uh, on the call, I decided to this morning uh, really, really talk about um, how, as people of God, uh, how as children of God, uh, communication, uh, godly communication is important, uh, and you'll you'll kind of see where I'm going uh, once once I kind of open this thing up a little bit. Uh, but for those who have their Bibles with them, uh, and of course everybody does not, but Acts 16 is where we're going to be coming out of today, uh, Acts 16. And I really want to deal with, uh, I want to deal with several different things, but I'm going to try to couch it in one way. So when we talk, from the book of Acts, oftentimes everybody likes to talk about the, the arrival of the Holy Ghost on the church, uh, the descent of the Holy Spirit uh, in the church. But, but in Acts, uh, when we get towards some of the later chapters, we begin to see uh, the movement of the church. And uh, even in this pandemic, 
one of the things that has been highlighted and one of the things that has been exposed uh, is that we have done um, service well. We have done worship well. We have learned how uh, to make programs work. We've learned how to do these different things, uh, but 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 we have not really, really tapped into the movement of the church. Uh, and when I talk about the movement of the church, of course, um, I am talking about really being beyond um, the service components, the worship components, uh, but really, really being able to move the work of the ministry along, not, not your individual church, uh, but certainly the body of Christ, the universal body of Christ. So Acts 16 and 16, um, Acts 16 really highlights a lot of different pieces. Um, there is the growth of the church. Uh, Paul is now uh, soliciting people for his team. Uh, let me first say to you, before I say anything, Paul, uh, we're introduced to Paul again, uh, now building the team for the work of the church. Uh, but Paul does something interesting. Paul goes and, and gets uh, a man named Timothy. Uh, the Bible says that he goes and gets Timothy, but Timothy comes from a different background. Timothy uh, comes from a mixed home, if you will. Timothy's mother, Eunice, uh, she is a Jewish believer, uh, but his father is Greek. And that presents a challenge culturally. Uh, but, but the Bible says that Timothy's relation, uh, reputation was good. So Paul goes and gets Timothy with a good reputation, but a questionable background. Uh, but, but he gets him because he knows that if he's going to properly build his team, he cannot build his team with all of the same type of people. I want to pause here and speak into somebody's life today, that as you build a team, and I'm not just talking about your church, I'm talking about in your life. One, I'd ask you, who's your team? But two, I'd ask you how you selected people on your team. Uh, because some of us building teams with people who are clones of us, that's dangerous. Some of us have built teams with people um, who you didn't have revelation uh, about, but you just kind of like them, so you put them in a place in your life. Uh, but I would suggest to you that, that Paul took a chance on Timothy uh, building his team, um, and then the Bible says that he validated Timothy by circumcising him. He did this so that when they would go out and, and bring the message to people that there would not be a question about Timothy's placement. Uh, when, 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 when you have the right people on your team, your job is to validate those people uh, in the eyes of others, okay? All right, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm taking a long time to get there, but I promise y'all I'm going to get there. Uh, so, so then we skip down after that. The, the Bible says that the, the, the church was strengthened in the faith by the addition of Timothy, and, and, and they grew numerically, okay? So, so that's the first thing you got to see, is that having the right team and having the right people on your team produces the right results. All right. So, so then we move on, and now um, they are, they are, the Lord has redirected Paul's journey. He was going to go to Asia, the province of Asia, but he could not go to Asia because the word says that the Holy Spirit redirected him. Y'all know I've been preaching this for some time now. Um, if you are going to be uh, used by God, 
if you are going to be used by God, it is important that you understand uh, that a part of God's plan and a part of his assignment and a part of who he is is to provide redirection when you're headed somewhere that you should not be. Paul was on his way to Asia, but the Holy Spirit redirected him to not go to Asia. Um, and we don't know why, by the way. It's not outlined why, uh, but, but it did say that he was redirected uh, and the Holy Spirit did it, okay? So we can assume that, that, that the, the, the message that Paul was bringing might not have been received uh, in Asia. So he redirects him to Troas. He gets to Troas. Uh, they, they, they rest for an evening. Paul has a vision uh, that a man, a Macedonian man, is saying, we need you here in Macedonia. They wake up. Paul takes it as a sign from the Lord. He goes down to Macedonia. And then they meet Lydia, okay, uh, who is a seller of fine clothing. She is, uh, the, the word of God says, she sold purple cloth, which, of course, we understand uh, is royalty. Uh, and so we know that Lydia, uh, one, uh, it can be assumed that she was of status. Uh, but two, she came in contact with people who had status. Now, understand what the Lord is doing. He's building the team again. The Bible says they were worshiping with women. And Lydia, who was a believer, her heart was opened to Paul's message. Okay. Her heart was open to Paul's message. So now Lydia joins the team. So now we've recruited Timothy on the team, right? Uh, he has a questionable background, but he's got a good reputation. Now we've got Lydia, a woman, a strong woman, uh, who, who, who is a, a, a salesman, a saleswoman of sorts, uh, but who has influence. Y'all see where this is going. So now the team is built yet again, and now they're worshiping, now they're praying, but the Bible takes another turn. Now in Acts 16, 16, we see where after uh, the church has been established, after the church is growing, after the faith is growing, now we are met with the Spirit. And today I want to really, really deal with this part because uh, as things are working in your life, you have to think it not strange that, that in the height of things going well, in the height of things working out, that now we are challenged with a Spirit. Okay. So Paul and them are leaving worship, and now they're on their way to prayer again. Now, they were worshiping with Lydia and the women, but now they're on their way to prayer. And the Bible says that as we were on our way to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners much gain by fortune telling. Um, so, so now we see where Paul and them have accomplished great things. He and his team have done some awesome work. But now in the midst of success, a, a spirit that's not of God shows up. Okay. All right. So, so, so I want to deal with that because the, the Bible says she has a spirit of divination, uh, meaning she has a fortune-telling spirit. Some translations say soothsaying. Uh, this is uh, an ancient practice but it is a satanic practice, okay? So this is not prophetic. This is not prophecy. She doesn't have a spirit of, 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 of prophecy on her. Uh, uh, she has a spirit of fortune telling on her. Now, it's dangerous because she's bound two ways. She's already a slave, which means she has an earthly master, but then now a spirit is driving her. So she's serving two things, and y'all know what I say, anything with two heads, two heads is a monster. So, 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 so now there's the challenge because 
she has this foul spirit and she approaches them. So I want to first talk about the timing of the spirit. I want you all to start heightening your discernment concerning the spirits that are around you. Uh, I understand that, that sometimes talking about spirits can be spooky for some, but I would suggest to you uh, that, that, that it is a very, very real thing. Pay attention to the timing of the spirit. I told you all that they were on their way to prayer. They were on their way to do something, to talk to God. They were on their way to communicate with God when something that's not like God shows up. The timing of spirit is something you've got to watch. I would ask you, uh, pay attention to the times that you're on your way to worship. Pay attention to the times that you say that you're going to have devotion and now the children are acting crazy or the spouses, something is going wrong and, the, and something is wrong in the house and something is wrong with the car. Pay attention to the timing of the spirit. Uh, this spirit shows up as a distraction, okay? The spirit uh, shows up as a distraction, but then understand that even with the timing of the spirit, it was important uh, uh, to understand that the spirit, of course, is anything that controls you. When we talk about spirits, we're talking about anything that has the ability to control you. Um, that's why they say alcohol is a spirit, uh, because at the end of the day, you get too much of it, and it, it, it impairs your senses. It controls you. Uh, but, but I want to tell you, it's not just drugs and alcohol. Some of us are high on, on ego. Some of us are high on our own supply. Some of us are high uh, uh, in our own things. Some of us have a spirit of jealousy, a spirit of envy. Some of us have spirits of comparison. All of those things have the ability to drive us. And so now they are met with this spirit. So we see where the timing of the spirit is important because the spirit shows up to interrupt and redirect Paul and his companions from prayer and worship. My question to you this morning is what spirit shows up? with the agenda to interrupt critical moments with you and God. I'll say it again. My question to you all this morning is what spirit shows up with the agenda to interrupt critical moments with you and God. But I don't want to just pay attention to the timing of the spirit. I want to pay attention to the testing of the spirit because this is major. This is major. The spirit of God will always agitate a spirit that's not like him. Okay? I'll say it again. The spirit of God will always agitate a spirit that's not like him. Um, I, I want to highlight something really, really important before this testing occurs. Paul has to discern the spirit before he can do anything, okay? So I want to make sure we understand Paul has to discern this spirit before he can do anything. Um, because now discernment is key because if you go into a battle, uh, but you're not equipped for the battle, or you bring in the wrong weapons to the battle, then you become a casualty. I'll say it like this. I often tell this story. My uncle, who was not a hunter, uh, would go out with my father, who is a hunter, and uh, one day they were going uh, to, 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 to get uh, raccoons, and my uncle had a shotgun. And when my uncle got the shotgun, they went out into the woods, and my dad said, man, what are you doing with that? He said, uh, man, we're going to get these coons. And my dad said, man, you don't shoot a, a, a raccoon with a, with, a, with a shotgun, man. He said, you'll tear that raccoon up. You won't even be able to do anything with it. And, and, and that is much like when we don't discern spirits. When we don't have the ability to, to discern spirits, you will bring the wrong weapons into a battle. And now, because you brought the wrong thing into the wrong place, you yourself become a casualty. And the spirit that's not like God seems to have prevailed. So, so the testing of the spirit, 
Uh, Pastor Winton, where do you see testing of the spirit in this text? I am glad that you all asked this morning. Uh, there is testing of the spirit two ways. First of all, I need you to understand that the spirit on the inside of the woman is testing the God on the inside of Paul, okay? <laughs> I'll say it again. The spirit on the inside of the woman is testing the spirit on the inside of Paul. Uh, uh, she shows up. She interrupts their plan. She shows up, but listen to what happens. She is now yelling out the right thing. She is saying the right thing. She said, these are men of the most high God, and they are coming here to, 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 to present to you all the way of salvation, okay? So, so, so she's saying the right thing, but she has the wrong spirit. Uh-oh, I can close. I really could stop there. Uh, uh, she, she is saying the right thing, but she's got the wrong spirit. The word says that the spirit began to follow them throughout the city. And, and if I really had time to deal with it, I'd deal with unhealthy attachment uh, because it's not always that you're doing something wrong uh, when, when somebody with a spirit is attached to you. Sometimes it's merely what you represent that causes them to draw. She's now testing the spirit of God on the inside of Paul. She's following them. And as she was following them, she was crying out the right thing, but she had the wrong spirit. Uh, I, I, I want to tell you, be careful of people who are saying the right thing, but they aren't lining up with what they're saying. Uh, be careful of those who sound like God's people, but they're being uh, controlled by a satanic spirit. Uh, and we must be careful that we aren't like the slave girl, okay? We got to be careful that it's not us saying the right stuff, but having the wrong spirit. He's testing the spirit of God on the inside of Paul by following them and by saying that. And if, if, if Paul was not in the spirit of God, understand that Paul would have thought that this woman was witnessing when in reality she was really mocking the work that they were doing. But then you got to understand that Paul decides to test the spirit by countering it with the name of Jesus. Uh, let me first highlight uh, that the Bible says that she did this for many days, okay? Y'all hear me? She, 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 she yelled these things around the city. She followed the men for many days, which means that Paul did not cut her off immediately. All right? I hope y'all hear me. He didn't cut her off immediately, which means Paul allowed her to carry on for some time. Can I tell you something? The scripture doesn't tell us why Paul allowed her to carry on, uh, but we can imagine that during the time that she was going, uh, Paul was waiting until he could respond right. Okay? All right. All right. Can I, can I tell you something? Some of us are so quick to cut off things and cut off people and all of the above that, that you are going to error because you didn't wait to respond right. Uh, how many of us could have had her following us? Can you see it now? Some of y'all don't even like your kids to ask your questions twice. Now, she's following them, yelling these things out. It would seem that immediately uh, he would have cut her off. But the Bible says that she did this for many days. Uh, and so Paul was waiting, waiting beyond his flesh, waiting beyond his own personal irritation, waiting until he could respond right. When he does respond, he doesn't respond with all the extra. He responds to the spirit. 
okay? When he responds, he doesn't respond to the slave girl. He responds to the spirit on the inside of the slave girl. And, 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 and now, because he's responding right, now the Bible does say, uh, some, some translations say greatly annoyed, uh, uh, some say uh, that, that he was burdened, okay? So, so, so I want to also express that, that Paul understands that this is not the girl's fault, but this is the spirit that is controlling the girl, okay? So he says, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ, come out of her. Uh, 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 and, and immediately, immediately, the, that spirit comes out of her, all right? So, so there's the testing of the spirit. Of course, we saw, um, we saw the first piece also. And so now we, we pay attention to the triumph of the spirit. I never want to give a message, first of all, that I can't wrap up and say, uh, that, 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 that we see, we don't see the God in it. We got to make sure we see the God in every message we present. Uh, the spirit of God always wins, right? And, and it always accomplishes what it set out to do. So, so I can't just stop with that, but I got to be able to ask you a question. And that question is what spirit, uh, have you been trying to battle within your own power? Right. Uh, Paul was the vessel that was used by God. Hear me, he was the vessel that was used by God. Uh, but Paul was clear that he could not free the slave girl on his own. Uh, some of you and some of us, to be honest with you, because I can say this about myself, some of us have taken on additional duties, trying to free people in our own power when you really don't have the power in yourself to free somebody else. Okay, so I want to help you. You are the conduit. You are um, the, the vessel that God uses, but you in your own power cannot free people. All right. Uh, that, that, I, I tell people that all the time. Uh, I see all these people uh, doing a lot of altar calls and stuff, and it makes me nervous when everybody is laying hands on everybody. Because what that tells me is that there aren't seasoned people in the spirit who understand that every spirit is not your assignment. And, and, and unless you are the, the vessel from God to help somebody with prayer and deliverance, you might end up messing up more uh, than you can help. The text says that Paul commanded the spirit to leave. The spirit did it right away, right? Uh, because no matter how much confusion the spirit tried to cause, the spirit was still subjected to God. Y'all hear me? That girl thought that that spirit on the inside of the girl knew that it controlled the girl, but but that spirit was also subjected to God, which means that at the name of Jesus, I know it sounds old, but it's good to me. At the name of Jesus, that spirit had to do whatever that name commands. And 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 I want to say this: uh, Paul did respond right, but he responded by saying the right thing which means that if we're going to be triumphant, we've got to have more than just the right message, but we've got to have the right spirit. Now, remember, the girl had the right message, the wrong spirit. Now, Paul counters that with the right message and the right spirit, which render or give up the right results. Now, what happened to the slave uh, uh, girl, uh, uh, we don't really know after, this, after she was released from that spirit. But I can imagine she found herself in worship. 
and now the movement of the church is continuing. Watch what happens. The movement of the church is continuing. The Lord's work never stopped. As a matter of fact, Paul and them never stopped working when the girl was yelling out what she was yelling. They continued the work because they had an assignment. Uh, have you stopped your assignment? Have you stopped working your assignment uh, be be because it seems like you've got more opposition than help? Have you stopped working your assignment? Have you stopped working uh, 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 in the, the, the vineyard that God has assigned you to uh, because you've been frustrated uh, or because you're in a funny season? Have you tried to just shut down on everything and try to regroup and regather? I would suggest to you that no matter what season you find yourself in, there is always a degree of work that, that must be done. Now, the girl is free, but the Bible says that the, the, the slave owners are now upset because what was making them money is now no longer doing so. I'll put it like this. The girl's freedom has frustrated those who were pimping out her gift. All right. I, I don't know a better way to say it. Uh, but here's my question. Who is frustrated by your freedom? Pay attention to people who get frustrated when you finally get free. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She's now free, and the people who were benefiting off of her bondage are mad. <laughs> They're so mad, in fact, that they take Paul and Silas, and, and, and they take them before the magistrates, and now they they beat them. They have the, the crowd beat them. The crowd has beaten them. They have ostracized them. And then they throw them in prison. I, I'm not going to go any further than that. But here's what I want to here's what I want to share with somebody today. Notice that God, his hand was in the entire process. But if you pay attention, God did not deliver them from the hands of the people. What do you mean, Pastor? If God wanted to, he could have set this thing up to where Paul and them would not have been beaten by the people. Uh-oh, uh-oh. That's, that's, that's a wake-up call for somebody on this line this morning. You have, you have said in your mind that just because something was painful, that it wasn't God. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Let me dial the tape back. Uh, God's hand was in it. God did not deliver Paul and Silas from the people beating them. He did not deliver them. He still allowed them to get locked up. He still allowed them to be benched for a moment. But no matter where they ended up, they never stopped doing what it was that they were called to do. And because they continued, because they kept worshiping uh, 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 even when they were beaten, because they kept worshiping even when they were locked up, now freedom was on the way. The Bible says that, well, I don't want to go into all of that, but I, I, everybody knows because you've heard that at midnight uh, they were singing hymns and worshiping. But I wanted to walk you through everything up until that point, because without them being beaten, without them adding people to their team, the work of the church would not continue and God's name would not be glorified. 
I pray, I pray today, I pray today that we understand where God has us. I pray today that we understand how every single part of our story aligns and works together so that in the end, we can end up where God would have us to be. But you got to have the right message with the right spirit to get the right results. I want to do something at this time uh, for those maybe who I did not hear from, of course, as I had some technical difficulties. Uh, if you could, uh, please just let me know that you are on the line. Please let me know that you are on the line and uh, say good morning and greetings. Uh, and then we will go into our uh, love, life, and victory. Hi, good morning. Happy Friday. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. This is Mona. Such a decoration. Oh, my Saturday. Decoration. Sorry about that. Happy Friday. Good morning, Yvette. Happy Friday. Happy favorite Friday, Pastor Winston and um, Victory family. Great declaration. This is Rochelle. Good morning, Rochelle. Good morning, my long lost. God bless everyone this Friday. God bless you. Good morning. This is E.K. E.K. Dawson. Bless you, man. Great declaration. That's the Dawson. Good morning. Good morning, Victor family. God bless you all this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, happy Friday to everybody. It's Brother Ted on the line. Brother Ted, good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. I'm still waiting on my $145. You know you should have just sent it anyway. Great morning, brother. I enjoyed you. <laughs> you would have gotten 290 from me because they sent it twice. Right. <laughs> All righty. Listen, I... uh Everybody has said good morning, and for those who did not, uh, good morning to you. Happy Friday. It is indeed a good Friday, uh, and we're excited about just the possibilities. I tell people, uh, you know, it's a lot of negativity going on right now. It's a lot of overwhelming information and a lot of conflicting stories, uh, and it's all hard to keep up with. But even in the midst of all of that, there has to be a time and a place uh, where we kind of steal away or a time and a place where we're able to just kind of remove ourselves and watch what we ingest during this time. I've placed limits on the news. I've placed limits on all that stuff that creates anxiety, unnecessary anxiety for me uh, and for the people that I love. Uh, so let's move into the conversational moment. Uh, I want to definitely hear from everybody, um, you know, points that maybe stuck out, uh, things that maybe you never looked at, and even something, maybe a question that you may have. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. Go ahead. Go right ahead. Go right ahead, please. 
Okay. Um, this is uh, Nurse Nikisha. A great declaration on this morning. What stuck out to me, um, look at a lot of nuggets, but what stuck out is it's not what you say. It's like the, the spirit. Do you have the right spirit when you're doing stuff? Because you could be saying it on point, but where's your spirit at? And then also discerning um, things that's going around. And just when you think you've got everything going, then the car's acting weird. There's there's ants coming, uh, all that good stuff. But just stay focused and do what it is that God has called you to do. So thank you for that encouragement on today. Be blessed. Thank you so much for that. That is awesome. Anyone Hi, good else? Morning. Anyone else? Yes, 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 yes. This is Pat. Um, I unfortunately woke up um, around 630 and heard heard a lot of um the spiritual part of it and you were speaking of uh speaking in the spirit or seeing the spirit and and within yourself and 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 then okay for example this is what happened um this past weekend I was um I was um doing a ministry music music ministry and um it was over a memorial and the thing was, it's like, you know, some memorials, they get real messy. And this yeah. was kind of a, a messy one. And But however, I, you know, it gives us the opportunity, being a musician, a Levi quote, uh, to sit in the uh, choir stand, you know, and then you see all the people. You see all the spirits. You see all this going on um, if you are in the spirit. Am I correct about that? That's right. Okay, so anyhow, I'm sitting there, and I notice a spirit around about three, three or four spirits around these people. However, at, at that particular time, I'm sitting there uh, getting myself, you know, spirit brown, getting myself together, getting ready and everything because I'm about to go ahead and do some praising. So I go ahead and praise, do the ministry. I come out of that, you know, the spiritual, uh, you know, they go and do their thing. Um, so I go around front of the church, and I get a message from the people. Oh, she's going to be mad. She's going to be mad because there's a da da da. This going on and that going on. And my spirit told me, "Don't think about it twice. It's going to be okay." But you know how yeah. she is. I I know, but it's going to be all right. You know, and it, it it was my spirit that got into them to to tell them that. And fortunate and and fortunately, nothing happened as far as around her at that particular time, at those particular moments of her, you know, moaning. But then, at the end of the whole thing, after we brought the spirit in, talked to the people, the whole thing, there were two women out there out front that they couldn't help themselves. The spirit just jumped into them and got mad and pulled them out. You know, I wow. mean, I, I, like I said, I was here on on the half the the end of the um of your 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 declaration, but your declaration was so good. It was it just reminded me of what happened, and 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 it it you know sometimes when that spirit hits like that, it can be it, when the the sour spirit hits like that, it can be so tiring. You know, they, yeah. it, that spirit, it can tire me. Oh, it tired me out for about two days. I'm actually, what is this, Thursday, Friday? 
I mean, it tired me out. But it wow. was that spirit that made that one spirit. But I, but I'm still holding tight, and I'm praying on that person and myself. Yeah. Because I have to protect myself, and I have to pray for them just as well. So that's where I'm at on that level. I just want to share. Amen. Amen. And in your sharing, I am, uh, I am sure somebody else even identified with that. And that is, that's an amazing point. You know, uh, at the end of the day, being vigilant, being able to watch, uh, and then being able to do things also sometimes, you know, without even having to cause a scene, because a lot of times those spirits seek attention as well. Yes. And then definitely. Yeah, it was something else, I tell you. But I'm I'm happy. One thing I'm happy about is that being closer to the Lord, getting these getting these uh teachings in, you know, helps out a lot. I mean I couldn't I had to be quiet. You know, I was quiet. I'm I'm still quiet. And that's because of the fact I have to be until I can understand and my spirit can get in and, and, and their spirit can get in. You know, so I'm quiet now because I'm disappointed a little bit, but I'm quiet. I'm I'm not mad. I'm not da 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 da. Just a little disappointed because of the fact of you know the way things happen. But I know it's going to happen for the good because of the fact I'm still praying. That's right. You know. That's yeah. That's the encouraged. Okay. The encouraged. Yes, sir. Thank you. Anyone else? Any any highlights from today or anything that uh, stuck out to you? Anything you may have had to write down or anything you may not forget? Good morning, Pastor. This is Prosperous Pam. Um, wonderful message. There were a ton of nuggets, but the um, one or two that were like stuck out for me, I had never heard, and I went to Google and looked it up in the Bible that anything of two heads is a monster and that was big for me because i had not heard that until you said it and then i went to go you know confirm it and look up at scripture and it was just so good because as i'm um currently even just learning more about being in relationships and at some point we'll probably be married again knowing what that means about two heads of the household that's what that came to me that's what i got that's right you know and there's one head and so there's just so much for me to study into that and that was just really really good um and then the other thing that you said is um it just made me be more aware um i've always been more spiritual and i the declare victory line is the most probably fellowshipping thing I've done because I have not really been a churchgoer, but I've always loved the Lord, studied the Bible, talked right. to, you know, so th- yeah. I get confused when the, I'm around a lot of people a lot of times because I really am feel like I'm called more into spirits and sometimes I forget. So I thank you for reminding me, I need to be aware and discern spirits. And remember at the, at the end of the day, you know, I'm doing a spiritual walk. We're fellowshipping with one another but whether I go on my day or not, just being aware and discerning spirits, like taking me to that place was um, really powerful as well. So thank you so much for your word. It was, it was awesome. Thank you so much for that. That is, um, that's an amazing thing to hear. I think you're absolutely right. I think that discerning, discerning before you even deal, I think that is so important. And I think for those who, who, um, 
particularly for those who lead people in any area, not just pastoring, not just, but, but for those who have a level of influence, it's important that even before you deal with a thing, that you discern a thing. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Hi, it's Didi. Thank you. I was, um, I'm at work actually, so just listening in, but thank you for your share this morning. And also, uh, we had a conversation, I had a conversation with my godbrother yesterday about just the whole spiritual realm and how um, it's a lot of believers that don't even understand that it's a spiritual thing or, you know, That's spiritual right. warfare part of it. And so um, my, my father passed away September last year and I had to travel to North Carolina and I'm the youngest of eight, but all that, I spent all that to say that um, I got introduced to spiritual warfare at a young age and it used to frighten me and it made me kind of um, hold back to sharing a lot of stuff, you know, spiritually and sensing yeah. things and good. And so just being a blessed to be at the kind of church that I've been at since 96 and they teach, you know, war, spiritual warfare, spiritual authority, all that stuff. And then connecting with uh, that Dion <laughs> um, six years ago and being a part of uh, Declare Victory has made me bolder. But I'm also very cautious because, you know, I've shared things, and especially since my dad's passing, it's gotten stronger. Like I, the senses, I smell stuff, I see stuff, I notice stuff. And here of late, I was just telling my mom, like demons kind of used to hide themselves. Now they're so bold in this in this climate. You know what I'm saying? So out and about, if you're me, I'm, I I kind of see. I'm a seer, so I can see, and I'm paying attention to the eyes. If that makes any sense, Pastor. And there's yeah. a lot of a lot of empty. There's a lot of bodies walking around that's empty. If that makes sense, if you that's look at right. the eyes, right. they have checked out. They have checked out. That's right. But I'm kind of like. I'm interceding, I'm praying, but I'm kind of like, you know, not, not trying to conjure up anything, but just being aware and staying on guard. So I thank you for your your um, message this morning. Praise God. Thank you, Didi, for that. Thank you for that. That is, that's major. Um, I think even when ministering to people, not just ministering, but, but even just in loving people, uh, I think you can tell a lot, like you said, uh, by by their eyes, by their actions and and all that they kind of give off, even without knowing that they're giving it off. So that's awesome. Anyone Good else? Anyone else? Good morning, Pastor Good morning. Winston. This is Rochelle. I just um, had a thought and um, a question. And one was, um, I have learned or have, um, well, I know that it is important to ask God for discernment and to sharpen our discernment of spirit when um, in all things it's the wisdom of God that helps us to see beyond what we see. And sometimes um, we can know a thing and sometimes it's our heart that draws us to a thing, but sometimes it's um, that we don't use discernment in trying to help somebody. And um, to make, to be an example, I, you know, I have a family member that's heavy and I try to help her because I know that she's lonely, but I had to just literally cut myself off from her. And the Lord would always tell me, today is not a good day to mess with her. Today is not a good day. And I'll be like, but she need a ride. I don't care about your ride. Today is not a good day. So I had to literally in order to cut myself off from her in order to be able to thrive again, because it's so heavy. So Mm -hmm. in the midst of, um, knowing what you have in you, the gift of God, and sometimes the people that you're trying to help really don't connect to the discernment and the spirit of God. 
what, how would you handle that? And I know to be led by the spirit, I understand that, but how do you, um, you know, balance the two without casting someone away when you know that they would and keep praying, but what do you do for them when you know that they're heavy and they're toxic to their own self? I think there are levels to that. And, um, here's what I will say. So even through prayer and even through all of that, I think that there's a little bit of balance in the spiritual and the natural. Um, I think I shared with you all in this declaration today that the spirit and the girl kept doing this for a while, right? Um, it was an ongoing cycle. And then there came a time where, and, and, and let me say that as long as she was doing this, Paul and his people were carrying her. But then there came a time when the carrying stopped. And I think that sometimes we believe that the best thing we can do for people is be in their presence. But sometimes the best thing you can do for them is bless them with your absence and pray from where you are. Um, and I think sometimes we believe in order to help somebody, we need to be right there. So we run to their rescue. We do this. Uh, but, but, but I've done my best work for heavy people. I've done my best work even in my absence directly from them. Um, and I hope, I hope that answers it because I think sometimes we can over-spiritualize and say, well, pray, 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 and be there. Uh, but I would say the opposite. I'm going to say pray, but also understand uh, that the Spirit lets you know that the God will literally show you, just like he told you, today was not a good day, or, or, or don't do this or don't do that. If you listen long enough and carefully enough, you will know uh, when it's time for you to be absent. Does that answer your question? Oh, yes, definitely. Thank okay. you. Okay. No problem at all. This Dee again, um, Rochelle. Rochelle, stay out of my business. So I know um, she, she really touched on a thing that I had dealt with with a person who I've known and loved all my life, and it was so just draining and toxic and that I had to um, do what you said, that trying to be in that, and we're not God. So we can only, you know what I mean? It's like you got to learn to let people who sometimes they will, um, they will hitchhike or not hitchhike. You know what I'm saying? They'll just want you to do everything, pray for them, walk, do walk, they walk. I couldn't do it. And it it started like making me sick physically. And so what you just said, um, once I stopped feeling guilty, about ignoring some of the calls and not responding. Because when somebody calls and says, hey, um, I was checking on you, but they call and dump on you and hang up, that's not really checking on you. Like you're checking on that's that. Right. So that's right. That's what I was that's doing. Right. So when I stopped responding to everything, because your 911 is not mine, call God. Call on the name of Jesus because I'm not that person and I have my own stuff. But sometimes for me, it would make me feel like I'm not being a good you know, I'm not, I'm not that, but but I have to learn that's not the case. You just made it even clearer. Sometimes absence and not responding is the best way to help them. So I thank you again yeah. for that. Absolutely, I'll share this with you all. Uh, I had an elder at the church about a year ago who um, who was um, he really struggled with attention-seeking behavior. So he would do things um, to to get my attention, um, whether it be if, if I reached out and checked on all of them as I normally would, 
uh, during the week at some point, you know, it would be, you know, he was always sick or always something. Um, and y'all, I'm not going to lie as a pastor, I, I, you know, I did my best. I'm, I, I really love people, which may be, uh, which, which causes great, uh, joy and pain at times. Uh, but, but anyway, when I, the spirit of God literally told me one day that, that the behavior was attention seeking behavior. And I asked God how to deal with, uh, those who, because as a pastor and he's one of my elders, I had to, I still have a responsibility to cover and, and to do all of that. Uh, but the spirit of the Lord also shared with me, uh, that with the, that those spirits that have attention seeking, uh, or people who have attention seeking spirits, the best thing you can do is love them, continue to love them, but to give them less attention. And so I didn't reach out as much, um, though I was still praying, never stop praying, never stop covering. Uh, didn't reach out as much, didn't. And I simply made the adjustment. I made the adjustment. And so I say that to you all today, and I said it Sunday to my congregations, uh, make the adjustment. Some of us need to make adjustments. Some things aren't people. Some things are us. Because if we be honest, the people's patterns never change. But you're still trying to do what you you have always been doing for, for a person whose pattern hasn't changed. And when their pattern hasn't changed and it's disturbing your peace, then you have the responsibility to make the adjustment. Thank you, Pastor. I didn't want to get off on that, but I'm trying to. Help. No, no, that was good because it actually helped that second part because I just, you know, sometimes when you're the only um, pillar where or the only one that portrays who God really is and that, you know, who he is and that that the Matthew five sixteen that they can only see, you don't want to turn away from them or steer them because of their heaviness. And I think that was part of it. But if I'm going to pray for the sharpening of discernment and God say what he said and the Holy Spirit said, do what he said because he knows best. He knows the outcome. He's know that they're not going to be lost because he comes that none of them are lost. So I get it and I get it. I definitely get it that actually helped even more. Thank you. Good, good, good. Anybody else? Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. This is uh, Chef Ruth. I'm over here. I had to jump on my bed because my husband and that's snoring. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I have to say, this was amazing. And the people that most of the people are talking about, you know, them people, those people, that was me, the attention seeker, the bar the whiner, the trash dumper, um, all those things. And when I can now that it's quiet, I can see what you that everyone's saying. That was me. You know, I got sick of me. And I, I just read something. It says, um, uh, watching myself grow has been my favorite show. You know, um, I've come a long way and this pro this a prayer line has helped me. I'm so grateful. My husband said yesterday, and boy, we have been through some things. He said yesterday, he said, it's so peaceful right now. I can't believe it. And me either. It, it's so good right now. I feel like something is going to, something bad is going to happen. And, um, and I, I shouldn't think that way. I, I've been so busy all my 53 years on this earth, even when I was a kid. Because um, I'm the oldest of seven, I've been so busy running and chasing people and doing so many things that um, I feel like I'm. I feel like I should be doing something else. 
you know, it's just me, me and him in the home right now. The 18 year old moved out, uh, told us that she was moving out the same day that she was moving out. <laughs> and so we, we've got past that this month, but it's just us. And we're seeing now we're like dating all over again. We're friends again. Um, uh, and there's no need. The finances is straight. You know, um, uh, it's just, everything is, dang, it's like, it's almost, it's a little scary. Like it's, it's not perfect because a lot of stuff is going on, you know, in a um, uh, transparent moment. The other night, we, we, we returned back from Vegas, and um, I had just ate too much, but I, I figured it was this because I uh, my body shut down, and I was having hot and cold flashes, and I had a fan on, but the, but the cover was on me, wrapped up, and I was like, what am I going through? I had to pray that night. I said, Lord, because I, I got a wedding on Saturday to do this Saturday, and I said, Lord, please heal my body you know i said i don't know what's going on and at that moment when i was feeling like that nothing mattered kyle was downstairs i couldn't even call him i was so in pain and so um i I just prayed to god and said please lord heal my body and the next morning yesterday morning i felt brand new again and i'm brand new right now and so i strongly believe in prayer but my life is, is good right now i know it's bad right now too all at the same time so I, my, I pray for people daily, and I, I just I just try to stay as positive as I can because I've gone through so many things in my life, and I feel like right now I'm free. I'm free indeed. I'm off probation, and, you know, I can vote again, and I've gone through so many things. So I don't take nothing for granted, nothing for granted. I, my business is booming even in pandemic. I had to take a break. We were cooking so much. So now I'm going to bless some people, all the people that that, that served, that, that bought from us and prayed and invested. I'm going to bless some people with some free food next week. And, and, and Pastor, if I can get your cash app, I'd like to bless you today, too. I just want to say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Because I can remember I've gone through so many things. I didn't think I was going to make it. And I'm here. I'm here today. and I'm free. Free indeed. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Uh that that peace of God is is something that I have been talking about for a long time and it makes the difference. Now many of us have had peace, but the peace of God is something different. And when you experience the peace of God in a pandemic, uh it it begins to to just do something totally different. Um thank you so much for that. I, we we all needed to hear that. Um, I've I've heard several reports of that. Um, now, Dion knows I don't. <laughs> I struggle sometimes with giving cash app and stuff like that because I really you know. But I, I my cash app is dollar sign Winton R Anderson. I'll post dollar it. sign Winton R. Okay, all right. Wait, hold on. I'm gonna grab a pen. I'm gonna post because it. I, I asked you the last time and I didn't get it. The last time you were on, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get it. So let me get it this time. What is it? Okay. Winton R. Anderson, all together. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. Dollar sign Winton R. Anderson. Yep. Thank you, sir. God bless you, and thank you for your testimony. Thank you for that. Wow. Hi, Pastor. 
Good morning. Good morning. This is Prosperous Pam again. I was just going to say I, I'm jumping up and down too here in the living room because um, I don't believe it's a coincidence that so many of us are talking about that peace. Like I have God's peace too in the middle and I've been aware of it and I thank him so much. And now Ruth has said it. I know Pastor Dion had mentioned this. Different people have mentioned this peace that passes understanding and it's so amazing. That's what I am now too. I don't believe it's a coincidence. I believe it's you know, God's hand is in everything. And um, Ruth's testimony just um, almost got me in tears. And it just reminded me of what you said, too, in your um, when you were speaking in the declaration. Sometimes when God's hand stays on the entire process, he doesn't lift, He doesn't take you out of it. Um, you, you have to continue to go through that process. I think we appreciate things so much more in life and God and when God gets, takes us through. Um, he doesn't take it away, but he'll take us through. And then we can sit here and rejoice, and she's a testimony today. So just praise God. That was a um, beautiful um, declaration and just testimony right there, brief testimony, Ruthann. And uh, I love you. Praise God. Praise God. So, so Ruth, you're the chef that did the uh, the, the plate that I saw with Dr. Long? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. If I was in Cali, I'd be getting that plate. I love, I love fish. <laughs> Where are you located? Oh, I'm in Louisiana in Baton Rouge. Oh, okay. We plan to visit next year when all this is okay. over. All right. Yeah. Well, let us know. And we we know. may come during. We may come during. You know, because I tell you, I, I contemplated a little bit about going to Vegas last week. I got a chance to surprise my son. I hadn't seen him in about two years. He and my grandbaby and I and I said, Lord, I said, just you know, cover this plane and cover everybody in Vegas. You know, it was it was it was packed, and I guess people had maybe planned and just came on anyway. But um, the rooms were super cheap, and I said, I'm just gonna. This is the first. This is gonna be the closest that I'll see. You know, to him, I could. You know, I said, I'm gonna go. We made the. We decided the same day, got all the flights and everything, and went. And you know, um, I just asked God to cover us. Because I can't just live in this house, <laughs> you know. I can't just not do anything. And so we, of course, wore a mask. We were, you know, did the hand washing, and we just we did all the things that we were supposed to do. And thank God we made it back safe, and none of us are sick. I think my body shut down though, because I was eating so much food. But I tell you, if I'm able and we we free, we're gonna come down. Um, you know, maybe before the year is out, and I definitely cook you some fish. Okay. All righty. I'll hold you to it. Thank you so much. Anybody else with anything to say uh, concerning today, the declaration, anything of the sort, anything that stood out to you, uh, anything that you'll be using moving forward? Any questions? All righty. Well, listen, uh, again, thank you all so much uh, for the time. I thank you all for even the consideration. And again, I thank you all for being on and working with me through uh, tech challenges and all of the above. But we know that God is present and certainly uh, we trust uh, that even this week uh, and, and, and the weeks to come uh, that, that we will be found guilty of having the right message uh, and conveying the right message uh, with the right spirit. Uh, if there is nothing else, Pastor Dion, I need to pray, but anything else from you on your end? 
No, sir. You're good. Thank you. We love you. Love you, too. Love you all, too. Let us pray. God, we thank you today, uh, even in the midst of this pandemic. God, we thank you for your peace. We thank you for your peace, God, that surpasses all understanding, that guards and literally places a hedge of protection around our hearts and our minds. Uh, We go throughout our day, but we dare not say that we go uh, defeated, but we're going victorious. Uh, But we are victorious in you. We thank you, God, uh, that we are not only declaring victory, but we thank you that we are walking and living in victory, God. We thank you even now that you're ordering our steps, uh, God, as we go through our weekend, as we go through the various things that we might have. May we never fail to see your hand in the mix. May we never fail to see your hand in the process. Uh, We love you, and we thank you, and we declare victory. We walk in victory. We claim victory. Uh, We thank you for all things. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, we're getting off the call, of course, but again, uh, I pray that your day is amazing. I pray that your weekend is blessed, uh, and I pray that you will feel the peace of God wherever you are. God bless you, Pastor. Amen. God bless you all. God
ਦੂਸਰੇ ਆਲੇ ਮਹੱਲੇ